Welcome to the 168 by Design podcast. Here's your host, Susan Hatfield. Hey, this is Susan Hatfield with 168 by Design, and I have my very dear friend, um, Ellen McMahon, with me today. Ellen, why don't you first just tell everybody about yourself and about your family? Hi, everybody. What an honor to get to do this. This is my very first podcast, but I could talk to the wall, so this will be fun. Same with Susan. Um, I am married to Mike. We've got four children, two were teenagers, and then we kind of added to our family with a second set through foster care and adoption, and they are a little bit younger, and they keep me young. Um, I'm 43, in case you were wondering. I have a lot of freckles. Um, I had two of my toenails removed years ago, and so I have funny-looking feet. But I live here in Kentucky and have 20 years of experience in aquatics. So that's about that. I mean, there's more I could say, but Susan will probably ask me questions. No, I think that that is probably plenty, I guess. um, (laughs) Is that too much information? (laughs) No, nope. It's absolutely perfect for you. Um, So we've been talking about habits and you and I have known each other for 12 years now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have always been someone I've looked up to for health reasons. You know, you have always kept yourself very fit. You're very... um, very much about making sure your kids eat healthy and exercise, just very well balanced. And so I know, especially the last four years, you've really focused on health. So how has focusing on health, making that a habit, how how has that helped your walk with Christ? That's really interesting. And I'm flattered for you to say all of that because we don't always see ourselves the way that necessarily our um our loved ones and acquaintances see us. But yeah, I I was an athlete. And because of that, I could and did eat everything in sight, right? Maybe you can relate. Um, but there came a point where though I knew what to do and how to do it, my habit of eating um, copious amounts of the wrong kinds of foods at the wrong time and for the wrong reasons began to catch up with me. And I'm fortunate that um, our, our our second daughter likes to eat good food. She really has always enjoyed fruits and vegetables. But there came a time about four years ago, like Susan said, where I was going to need to really look at what my degree in wellness really meant. Um, so to answer your question a little bit, I, I recognized that I was tired, that I was grumpy that I was not showing up as my best self. I helped many people in the workplace at my job to create a routine of maybe fitness or maybe to um, work on their time management. How can we help you to use our facility and to get here with better hours? Um, But I did very little to care for my own self. And um, my life kind of spiraled a little bit as I began to pour into other people from an empty cup. So um, I I learned through the support of having a health coach, actually, that it was time for mama to take care of herself so that she could take care of all the people who depended on her. And it's it's been worth the investment because that's what it was. It was an investment in in myself. And um, I've learned that who wins when you win. And when I released some extra weight and to be honest, mostly 
the inflammation, that was my biggest culprit, um, pain in my feet and joints and swelling and mood and blood sugar. I began to win and the people around me began to win and they noticed that I was more present, that I had more energy. And I was thinking better. Um, I served folks better all around me. And so besides your family, also, I know, you know, you're able to serve other people, you know, so how has that, how has that helped? Like even, I know that it helps you with your walk with Christ, but have you seen that with other people that you've been able to help through just health coaching? Yeah. So I began to pay the gift um, of health forward and the way my coach explained it to me, she said, what God has done for you, he wants to do through you. And I had to come to the recognition that to keep the good news of how to feel good in your body, just like to keep the good news of the gospel to yourself is really a selfish action. So um, with a little bit of reservation, and I'm sorry to say a critical spirit, I said, fine, I will help a few people. And that willingness, the Lord has turned into incredible gratitude. And I have been able to help several thousand people in the last several years because um, as our friends get healthy, they begin to pay it forward too. And so we are on a mission to help America create optimal health in their body, their relationships, um, their healthy mind, all those things. So do you have um, like anything particular that helps you just make sure like... um... See, that's not exactly what I'm trying to ask. What habits do you form? What habits did you form, though, that helped you, like, get on this path? Is it, you know, like, what What would you tell someone? Yeah, what would you tell someone, like, here's something, here's a step, here's an action item that would help you get healthier, to feel better, to sure. give to other people whenever you feel better? Yeah. Good. I'll answer that in a roundabout way because I was talking to a former colleague today who's also in the exercise and fitness field at our local university. And um, I said, though we try in the classroom to educate young people how to create healthy habits, how to use the grocery store, how to budget their money, how to manage their time, how to have, you know, healthy relationships as far as um, preventing disease transmission, all those things. I said, as, as hard as we try, we each still have to make our own choices. And um, there was a sphere, a bullseye, if you will, um, that I learned years ago of all of the components of wellness. And most of us know them. It's spiritual, though some will deny, but that is one of the components. It's mental. It's um, your physical wellness. It's your financial wellness. I mean, they just go on and on. There's seven of them and they, they really all touch each other and are interwoven. Um, but though I had the head knowledge, our culture sadly is counter equip, equipping us. It is sabotaging our family time, our um, ability to relax a little bit and to plan. We're always on the go. And that dopamine fix that we're always, you know, you hear your cell phone ding. How many of you say, I'll check it later? Most of us are, you know, disturbed from what we were doing to see what it was. And we were kind of living in that all the time. 
Some of us even wake in the middle of the night and check our device and it's not healthy, right? So what had to happen when I finally got to a place where I was willing to, what do do they say? Cry uncle and wave up the white flag of surrender. I learned with, with my coach and the help of our really simple program, dummy proof, that I had to make my habits so small, and this is my answer, that even on my worst day, they were still serving me. So drink your water. Decide how much you're drinking today. Just look and see. Measure, you know, and tomorrow see if you can add a bottle to it such that by the end of a week, you're up to 64 ounces. It really is a minimum. That alone helps our medicine that we're taking to um, serve us better, helps us to rest better. Um, We begin to think clearly. Your skin will say thank you. And did you know that if you're not drinking water, the water from yesterday or the day before that's in your body has to be recycled so that you can use it to function properly. So make it so small that even on your worst days, that favorite cup goes with you everywhere. That favorite straw, it just becomes a habit, kind of like sticking your hand in the M&Ms might be a current habit for some of us that water bottle can be a habit. So that really helped and to to break it down um, to eat six times a day. But if you don't know what to eat, that's the problem. Six Snickers is not balanced nutrition. Um, And so because our life is so busy, we don't really know how to get started. And it just takes one little thing to knock us off our routine. So um, the last thing I'll say to answer that is I was talking with my mentor today and she said, Nailing down a morning routine has been the best thing she did for herself in this pandemic time, because now it is truly automated for her. She knows it's two steps to the right and three to the left, and she's in the bathroom. For example, she knows that first she's going to you know, do this, this, and this, and then second and last, she's going to do her quiet time. She said she used to do her quiet time first and never got to all the tasks that needed to be done before she left, you know, for the day. So making it really simple. And that's another point. Morning routine is so helpful for me personally. Um, You and I've talked about the book Miracle Morning before. It is definitely one of my favorites. So um, Mm -hmm. if you have not read that book, I would highly encourage reading Miracle Morning. Yeah. I have one more comment. Absolutely. As a Christ follower, um, I have another coaching friend and she's a pastor's wife and she said she's just had a real burden this week, this, this past few weeks about how many of us as Christ followers are not living life abundantly because we don't feel good. And many people don't even know they don't feel good, right? But our bodies ache and we just kind of say, gosh, I guess this is just how being 40 plus is going to be. And so, you know, when we as a body can, as body of Christ can get healthy, um, who wins when we win? You know, we have more energy to serve at church at night. We have um, more clarity on what's truly important to say yes to, because we could say yes to a lot of things. And as my uh, dear pastor, Bill Fort used to say, saying yes to to the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong yes. So I, I don't know if that hits anybody, but um, really my, my, my faith, I can live it out better when I feel more like the real me, when I'm not um, subdued by a sugar coma or feeling irritable 
because I have a blood sugar problem if I don't eat well. Well, I think that's some great information. I am super proud of you and so glad to be so glad to be in your life and call you my friend. So well, thanks, Susan. So thank you very much for sharing with us today about your healthy habit um, and just how that has helped you grow closer to God for yourself, but also lead other people in that same direction. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have enjoyed this episode of 168 by Design, please subscribe to our podcast and also follow us on Facebook at 168 by Design.